You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This episode of Critical Hit is sponsored by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box that is full of awesome geek and gamer items, as well as pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include a t-shirt, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. Next time around, join us as we celebrate the futuristic. July's crate is full of items from your pop culture's favorite prognostications of science and the future. Look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek. I love the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Mega Men, Valiant Comics. They're doing the 4001 crosser, I believe, in yeah. Star Trek, including a model, a figure, and the monthly tea and the pin. Ah, oh, man, this sounds like a fantastic, or I should say, futuristic box this month now here's the important part everybody fascinating how about fasteristic last week we had dystoporific so we can do future tastic there you go there you go future tastic if you want to get your hands on this future tastic box you have until july 19th nine o'clock p.m pacific to subscribe and receive this month's crate and if you miss that deadline you are out so make sure you head over to lootcrate.com slash critical enter the code critical Save $3 on any new subscription. It's that easy. All you do is sign up, use the critical code, and then sit back and wait for the awesome Loot Crate to arrive at your door. Remember, that's www.lootcrate.com slash critical. Use the code critical and save $3 on your new subscription. Oh, Matthew, it sounds so good. Booyah. But you know what sounds better? What's that? This week's episode of Critical Hit. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. Thank you for your support of Major Spoilers and the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading and listening and sharing this episode with a friend. We do encourage you to share these with your friends. Someone the other day was like, hey, is it okay if I go to my game store, my friendly local gaming store, and, and tell people about your show? I'm like, yeah, please, please do. <laughs> I think that was during our VIP chat that we had. Yeah. Somebody was like, yeah. and I was like, yeah, please, please do that. So here we are back again. Uh, and I got to tell you, my mind is a blank <laughs> on what happened last time because... For me, the most recent episode that happened to me was like 10 episodes ago. And so I only remember the things that happened from 10 episodes ago. <laughs> what, well, what did happen 10 episodes ago, Steve? Uh, 10 episodes ago, <laughs> we found these rocks that when you pick them up, you start wandering off. Well, oh, fair enough, because we still don't know what. Any new information on <laughs> sure, those? That that could be relevant. That, so that's that's fine. It's fine to come back to that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, does anyone else have? Uh, I know we were going after the. What happened last time? I'm on critical. Hit. Hit. That's right. That's <laughs> I right. do. Good work. <laughs> uh, we've we almost lost the assistant. Yes. <laughs> Well, we well, last did lose time it. we got him back, yeah. or a little through, sparkle, through lying and cheating and stealing. Yes, yes but not murdering. And Always there was, good. There was an angel that tried to kill us all, but fortunately, Sakar's evil devil powers efficient. kept them at bay. Sakar's <laughs> <laughs> uh, powers. Your devil powers. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think Sakar's linebacker powers kept them at yes, bay. Yes, that too. A. <laughs> A, a meeting between someone trying to sell information on the salamander's coil and what I'm pretty sure now are a bunch of Capricorn agents went uh, predictably awry. I, oh, they look like Gemini. I know why the title of what I wrote down. That was That's the district we're in. Dragonfly? Dragonfly district. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's the swanky entertainment district. I was like, what does Dragonfly mean? It, it wrote doesn't these have notes, a like, catchy <laughs> title like Murder Town. No, so. it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this some weird Dumbo reference that I'm missing out on? <laughs> Dragonfly in the sky. Right? 
<laughs> I can go twice as high. <laughs> All right. So we got uh, the assistant back. We got our little uh, sigil code. We stole the assistant back. Yes. <laughs> Thus, we got him back. Yeah. I read nothing. But we. I said we got him back. Can be handled in character if you want to get into it. Now we're good. We're good. <laughs> are we? Um. Are we ever? So, I think we were fleeing back to uh, Little Delta with our ill-gotten gains. Our ill-gotten booty. That that works for me. Uh, we will pick it up uh, as you guys uh, go back to Little Delta um, and uh, get get away from all that heat. <laughs> okay. Literal and figurative. Sweep. Bust across town. Are we just gonna take it on the lamb? Uh, I was thinking we could go back to Teach's place, mm-hmm. uh, possibly crash the night, and as of tomorrow, I'd like to uh, start uh, asking for directions about the uh, base that we're gonna break into because we should move fast. Yep, before they change the codes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds like a plan. So we get back to uh, back to that little bar in the alley. Just in time to watch it burst into flame. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it burst into flame? None of us are there yet. <laughs> it's one of those hope spots where we, we run back to Sanctuary and find it is burned to the ground. Haven't you been playing with Rodrigo? <laughs> All right. So, yep, you get back to that uh, dingy Minotaur bar. <laughs> Is it actually called the dingy Minotaur? Because no, it had, another, it had another name, but I, I don't remember where I wrote it down. <laughs> only, dingy, on. only dingy Minotaurs are allowed inside. <laughs> yes. The dingy Minotaur. The Sorry, you do not have enough dinge. <laughs> Come back later. Oh, poor Thren. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't read. I thought it said dinghy minotaur, so I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, I think we uh, sneak our way back up to uh, Big Teach's apartment. Yep, he's there, just kind of uh, putting together some potions. Like, hey, sorry to keep barging in, but we just uh, got out of a really insane meet and uh, needed a place to run and hide real quick. Oh, so the whole keeping your heads down hasn't been working out for you? No, not even a little bit. All right. Well, I've got plenty of floor. That floor sounds... um, Orum, if you want a project when you're awake and the rest of us are asleep, maybe you could analyze this rune and find out if there was anything in particular we need to do to activate it. Sure. Cool. And so you guys are just going to go to sleep for right now? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be like pretty late at this point. Uh, yeah. I just, just so you guys know, we've played... What, like three sessions since you got to New Mawakao? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's still the same day. Oh, okay. So it's... Or rather, it's now the next day. It's pretty late in the evening. Yeah, and we like were on a train trying not to fall asleep for like many hours before that. So. Yeah. All right, well, you guys go to sleep. I'll uh, charge myself up and then take a look at this uh, rune. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Or I'm plugged into a wall socket. Great. <laughs> All right. So I guess I need to. Four hours have passed, right, Rodrigo? Hmm. Unless anybody does anything else before going to sleep. Nope. No. It's been a long day. Yes. Okay. Agreed. All right. Everybody goes to sleep <laughs> and, or, and or meditate. Aum. Um. So, yeah. Uh,. We can we can move ahead four hours for Orem to be refreshed. I am refreshed. 
Uh, I guess I need to uh, check out this this sigil. First of all, what does it look like? Um, it 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 is about coaster sized, okay. um, and it just has a kind of a spirally looking rune on it. Um, but uh, the angles are sharp, so not you know not a smooth spiral, but one that goes like line, then another line connected to it, then another straight line connected to it, so on and so forth, ah, okay. spiraling in. Okay. Does it look like there's any connectors or anything on this, or does this look like it's maybe just a pure magical? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's it's just straight up some sort of mm, enchanted piece of uh, probably rock. Okay. Then I'm going to use Arcana and check and see about if there's anything on this that I need to know about how it activates or how it works or anything like that. Okay. Ugh, 25. Um, well, you know it's active. Okay. You can definitely tell that. So if if the way this works is that, you know, at the end of its time, this thing turns off, then that hasn't happened yet. However... You, you really can't get a, a particularly good handle on how exactly it's supposed to work. Okay. You just know that it's active. Okay. Um, can I do a history check to see if we learned something in class about um, blocks and using things like this to open them? Sure. 33. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, stuff on magical locks. It could be that, um, this thing is emanating some sort of energy that something else, uh, responds to and the lock opens, or it could be that basically this thing, uh, inserts somewhere and its own like magical pathway can complete some sort of circuit, there's lots of ways of doing it. Okay. So, in other words, not a whole lot is gained beyond the basics. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's you can tell it's not a very com- it's not a complex enchantment, but it's a mm-hmm. specific enchantment. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, then I'll just hold on to this until everyone wakes up. Okay. Good morning, Kit. Hi. You want to wake up the rest? Sure. Go around, wake everybody up, walk over, shove. Hey, time to get up. <laughs> Poke them with your big stick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Morning. Well... Uh, some of you may know that when I was at the academy that, um, I did a lot of magic studying, but not a lot in locks and combinations and and this kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know exactly how this works, but I can tell it's still emanating magical energies. So I know that it's working and presumably if they had changed the codes or changed the sign or whatever, this magic would go away. So I feel pretty confident at this point that this will get us into wherever we need to go. We just need to find the keyhole to put it in. Is there any indication of how long it might remain active? Not that I could tell. I mean, it's magic energy, so um, there's not a meter on here that tells me when it will time out. I, I'm I'm actually pretty sure that if this works the way I think it works, that the coil, when they're ready to change everything over, they cast a spell, it turns everything else off, and turns on the new ones. So really, I think it's up to the coil to change the codes. Mm. Which, you know, could be minutes, hours, days. So we need to try and figure this thing out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, probably say yes, and I would imagine if we are going to try to get into the tower, we should 
figure out maybe perhaps what their shift changes are or anything like that to where there might be a lull in the activities so we could get past with um, as little attention as possible. All right. So Agreed. who wants to stake out the uh, tower? I'm in. Um, let's see. I do not have a high perception. <laughs> Would someone else like to go that has a high perception? I have a very high perception, he said out of character. I'll be happy to go. All right. Orem reluctantly takes off his hat and gives it to Sakar. <laughs> Uh, one idea I'd potentially had that might require the help of Guy, actually, is that at least some of you might be better off going in invisibly. The The question is if they've got wards or, I don't, I don't know, some kind of magic that would detect people who are invisible. And uh, that would be something that possibly Guy, or, or I suppose we could just make a potion and have anyone test, but Guy would probably be the easiest all right. Which would mean that you would have to go yeah. with them. I'll go with. I mean, yeah, you can just go at least for a little bit. I'll also probably want to I want to swing by the nest before we actually go in. I've got some some business there. But I think uh at least some time of me surveying the place would be a good idea. Another thing that um, people who aren't going might want to consider is one idea that could be helpful is to cause a uh, a ruckus somewhere else in Numalakal that might divert some guards from this facility somewhere across town. Well, I don't know about across town because you would think that they would have some local, when they have a local force in each of these districts. Oh yeah, I suppose would that would make sense. But then somewhere, I suppose, else on the the same platform where it would be more likely for them to divert. Okay, I think. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think Randus, maybe uh, we've got some some bomb making mm-hmm. to do. Non non uh, non lethal, of course. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can get something whipped together. I'm sure. Uh, it might be a good idea for us to link up for this, because if we need to set off some bombs at a certain time or cause a distraction at a certain time, and um, or else if we need to meet with you at a specific time, those kinds of things might be good to know. How long does that last? Um, varies. A few hours. It really, it really does vary based on. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Based on what we we roll, which ritual is it? Telepathic bond. Uh, it can last anywhere from ten minutes to eight hours, depending on what we roll. Uh, my guess is we'll probably hit it for at least an hour or more. Yeah, then I would say we should wait on that and possibly just pull out um, put, uh, a few more scrolls of sending that we can the people who aren't capable of casting this sending can reach out to you because I'm not expecting to go in immediately. Okay. But I do like the idea of using that ritual when we actually are going in because we probably won't be really able to talk. Okay. And Rob, look up real quick what the sending, what we need to roll on that. Sending should be Arcana. Yeah. And like as long as we don't net one, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, because it's—I assume this city is less than a ten-mile radius. Uh, that is a strong assumption. <laughs> okay, the is city, it the city is built into multiple plates across the mountain, so it could be from one end to the other a good ten miles. It's definitely less than a hundred miles, though. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Don't roll a one. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I will. How many do I? Will I need to roll for each scroll, Rodrigo? Uh, no, the rolling I believe happens once the scroll is activated. You oh, just okay. need to pay for it. All right, then we will get um, two, four rolls, four scrolls eight each, so eight total. 
So that is 500 gold pieces or 500 components. I'll take it out of components. So okay. everybody has, everybody has, uh, or at least the two groups have four scrolls of sending each. Did your group really need a scroll? Yeah. That way we can keep it in reserve in case we need it later. Yeah. So Randis, you take two. I'll take two. All right. Is teach around? Yep. Um, so uh, Spark will say, I, I wouldn't ask you to do anything as stupid as going in uh, to this facility, but you said previously that you'd sent some spirits over there. Is there any way you could maybe, uh, when they cast this ritual, to have us all telepathically link up? Uh, would you be willing to be part of that so you can let us know if uh, things are baking? That would be fine. You really need to spend a lot of time asking for directions, though. This platform is different from the others. Yeah, that's uh, what I've heard. Before before any sort of plan coalesces, you need to do a lot of uh, reconnaissance. And definitely, if you have any more contacts in the city, you need to talk to them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm planning on going to the nest and, uh, and hitting up my, my contact there. Uh, I should probably actually do that before we set put any people anywhere near this facility. So uh, I'll do that for now. And I'm trying to... She like looks at the rest of the group. Uh, anyone who wanted to come with me, I A, don't think it's really necessary, but B, you should probably be wearing a hat of disguise because non-Kenku don't really go to the nest. No, there's non-Kenku in the nest. Oh, it's really? Just, okay. It's just a big Kenku neighborhood. Oh, okay. I thought it was like basically the uh, Kenku equivalent of Little Delta. No, there is kind of no Kenku equivalent of Little Delta because <laughs> um, Kenku Ken- do a lot better of a job at like getting into other districts, at, you know, Fair obviously enough. to a certain degree. Uh, what you do notice when you talk to everybody is that um, Sakar's not there. This <laughs> is... Oh, where'd Sakar go? He's he's got my hat. Did did anyone um, see Sakar leave? No. You can hear them saying that Sakar like Sakar did not leave. Says nothing. <laughs> did you get an invisibility thing when we weren't looking? <laughs> To my knowledge. Then why are you invisible? Am I invisible? Yeah, no, you, where, uh, you no, look at your hands. Coming? And, uh, from where he was sitting. Mm. So, yeah, you, uh, you can tell where you are, but it doesn't look normal. Um, and then uh, the rest of you see Sakar reappear essentially as... Um, First, kind of this translucent image of him appears, and then uh, he gradually solidifies. Uh, but this basically looks like um, the the solidity of it looks like it's being pumped through his body, through his veins. Um, and eventually, there's just kind of these black veins all over him, uh, including his clothes, which then fade away. Was... Was that like before? Were you feeling sick like you did before? Isn't that interesting? Or is it because you put the hat on? I don't think he's put the hat on yet, has he? No. Hmm. Can I do it again? Um, sure. (laughs) Just kind of... Will myself translucent. Yep. It doesn't work all the way, but he definitely gets the veins and he looks a little see-through and then it kind of goes away. Well, that's unsettling. Isn't that interesting? Why is that happening? I make it a point never to look a gift horse in the mouth. I do. I yeah, especially if you don't. All the time. 
Yeah, and especially if uh, you don't know how this power works, because if you're going to try to go invisible and suddenly it goes out in the middle of the guardhouse or when you're surrounded by uh, the coil, that could be bad. You have many opinions. Uh, I do. I could share some more. <laughs> like, uh, this could be killing you. You don't know what's going on there. You still haven't told us why you think that you had those previous attacks under control? Mm, I don't recall saying that they were under control. I said that they were at least mitigated. I so, don't know. This was not the... This didn't feel the same. Or at least at the beginning, it didn't feel the same. So for those of us that saw Sakaar um, have his attacks on the train, Rodrigo, mm-hmm. does it look like the exact same thing? As yeah, he's things, coming out of it, yeah, it it looks it looks very similar. Okay, hmm. except you know, without the without all the contorting and Screaming. shouting, yeah. yeah, the grimacing. Yep, it is a puzzlement, especially since um, it just came on. Well, we were discussing it. We were discussing me going to the. We were discussing the need to be invisible. Okay. We discuss lots of things, and usually (laughs) those don't just spontaneously happen. You Uh also have opinions. Have you noticed this? Yes. Yes, I have. Please share some more. (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd really like to know (laughs) what it is that you um, thought you had done to mitigate these attacks, because if it's causing you to be able to become invisible, then maybe we should do more of it. Hmm. Or if, or if it's something that happens when you just wake up, maybe you need to go to sleep before we invade. Were you laying down? No, no. you guys. Is it were because all kind you of haven't had breakfast. Oh, maybe you're hungry. Maybe you have the low blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely certain that that's a thing. Uh, <clears throat> there was no discomfort this time, correct? Hmm. If I concentrate harder and focus the totality of my focused totality mm-hmm. on being translucent, mm-hmm. what happens? Uh, you get a little translucent, but there's a. Uh, it's. It kind of feels like whatever it was that happened. Um, mm-hmm is, like, tired, you know? Mm-hmm. Say, the way that you feel strangely tired after using a daily power. <laughs> it's actually very similar <laughs> in so far as it's a daily power. <laughs> can, can we still see him? Yeah, yeah, he just gets... Like now it seems like he can concentrate and those veins just appear all over his body and he turns a little bit invisible, but not invisible. That's, you know, you can still tell he's there. Mm-hmm. I pick up something that has some heft, but wouldn't hurt him. And mm-hmm. I try to hit him with it. I just throw it across the room to hit him with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sakar is pelted with, uh, we'll say, a little bag of rice that Orem finds. I attempt to catch it. Yep, does, he, does he still maintain his invisibility? Uh, yeah, once he catches it, he becomes solid again, just kind of because it probably broke his concentration. So you're con- you broke your concentration to catch the, the bag, and then you mm. became solid again. That's kind of concerning. Hmm. Hmm. I wouldn't say so. Seems like an interesting wrinkle of my abilities, possibly based on our location. That's, I mean, that's part well, of the way most, most invisibility things work. You can't really go around having full fights invisible. Yeah, but if sure. someone, but if someone bumped into him or something tipped over. The same is true of a hat or a ring of invisibility if someone bumps into you or something tipped over. But if you, if you concentrate, I mean, I, I guess you have mobility as well. For the for the sake of the scientific discussion, by the way, you are hungry. <laughs> I am hungry. 
You all are. We haven't had breakfast yet. It was a yet. long day, and you basically didn't get any dinner. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we should go downstairs and see if there's dinner or breakfast. They're not going to feed us here. Why don't we just go to the nest? We can get some food there. I've got some people I need to look in on. Okay. Seems acceptable. Right. Mm-hmm. Can I have my hat back? Talking to Ket or Sakar? To Sakar. Are we changing the plan by which you gave me the hat? Well, you guys aren't going to go stake out the location. You're, we're going to go eat. I say if we're all going out, then Orm and I should have the hats. Yeah, I say we, we go to the nest. I'm going to try to get some more intel before we actually send any people anywhere near the facility where Lek is being held. And then we can uh, we can split up after that. Certainly. It is literally exhausting trying to keep up with our plans. Uh, but you said you were hungry. Your hat, Master Rivendor. Thank you. I put it on and now I look like a minotaur. <laughs> okay. You look like uh, a minotaur with a hat. Yep. All right. You'll 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 want to change that when we leave the district. Oh, okay. What should I be? Be a kenku. I will go back to my kenku with the glorious yellow hair from before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, quest. I got to have a question, Rodrigo. This What's is up? an out of thing, as I'm sure Randis <laughs> and I would be chitty-chatting back and forth about this. Um there are bombs that we can build mm-hmm. like smoke bombs and stuff. Yeah. Would we get those out of the, out of the uh, player's handbook and other places? Uh, you have a few options. Uh, there are bomb type magic items, which you can build w- through alchemy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you wanted those and, and, and the, the, the advantage of those is that then they can be used in combat and they can be used in other situations. Right. You can also dramatically build a bomb. Okay. That is to say, if you want to build some sort of device, rig it to explode, to create a diversion, I just have you roll for that. And, you know, you wouldn't be able to then improvise one like that in combat. It would be, you know, some sort of like right. basically stationary explosive device that you rig up. Okay. So it's up to you. I believe doesn't yeah. Doesn't I'm looking. Rent, I s- actually have the formula for at least one type of bomb. Yep, I do have the uh, clockwork bomb. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the one I was looking at. I mean, those don't make huge explosions. No. They they're like what first uh, like a first one. Yeah. yeah. So you know. So yeah. Pretty sure what we'd be going for. So it could just be a lot of smoke and light. Yeah. Not much Diversionary else. tactics. Yeah. Right. So probably not too... I don't know. Well, there's a blinding bomb. Mm. There's a... I think that's the one that's just a lot of bang and flash and not a lot of... But we could certainly do the clockwork bomb since it is um got a timer to it. Which I do... Yeah, that way you don't have to learn of. it. Okay. So these are things we're talking about as we're walking towards the uh Okay. The place we're going to. But not really loud because we don't want to draw people's <laughs> attention about, well, we should set up a bomb over here and set up a bomb over there and Um I will actually uh Sparkle will actually kinda conventionally disguise herself because the nest is mm. an area where people could conventionally uh notice her. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't need like a full hat, but just a little bit of like roguiness to make it a little less obvious who she is. Okay. Uh, give me a bluff check. Absolutely. That's a 29. Okay. Uh, anything else anybody wants to do while you travel? Nope. Can't think of anything. Okay. Make myself look like a bird person. (laughs) Okay. Do we, um, another question, sure. are there armories in the area? I mean, you know, does every district or every place that might have um, a, a place where they might store arms in case the, um, the, 
the coil needs it, would, the, would, would there be repositories like that? Uh, you haven't seen any obvious ones. Um, that's not to say that there aren't any, but you definitely haven't seen any in the majority of the districts you've been in. Okay. It was one that was clearly full of legs, but... Yeah, allegory. Yeah. Megary's Legary, I believe it was called. Nope, All I right. think that's it then. Okay, so you guys uh, travel for a while. Um, the You leave the uh, platform that Little Delta is in and travel through these uh, kind of mountain, like these streets that are built into the mountain um, and eventually get to another um, plate type platform. Um, this one seems a lot more industrial. It, uh, the whole city at times has some amount of kind of a dark sooty clouds over it. And, but they largely seem to be emanating, um, from this district. Um, as soon as basically the entrance into the district is, um, the the main road uh, goes in and immediately uh, splits into two and goes around what appears to be a uh, a lake at the center of the lake uh, and a fairly large lake um, at the center of it. There's a cluster of factories um, and you can see there's basically this constant churn of water um, either coming in or going out of the base of the factories. And, of course, they're just kind of uh, pumping stuff into the air. What's that thing? Factories. I mean, this is uh, Soot Alley. It's the biggest factory district in the whole city. Hmm. Seems to be making it rather hard to breathe in this area, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's where they make all the food, machinery, um, most other goods. Hmm. Well, maybe they should consider about another way of making stuff if it's going to kill their populace. Populace is cheap. And the people they actually care about are, have, make enough money to live in districts where the air is clean. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not so. a fan. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, eventually, um, uh, uh, eventually, as you travel, you um, the factories give way to warehouses, and eventually to um, housing. Uh, which is mostly just kind of a blocky apartments. Um, but there is kind of up ahead uh, this little hill. Um, you know, I mean, it's not that little, but compared to the rest of the plate, it's small. Um, and uh, on this hill, there are actual houses, not just apartments. There's plenty of apartments as well. Um, and it does look like, uh, because of its placement on the plate and its proximity to the mountain, the clouds of soot don't, uh, don't flow and don't tend to flow in that direction. In fact, there's kind of a, an air current that moves the soot in the opposite direction most of the time. By design, certainly. So, uh, you guys go up the hill and find yourselves in the neighborhood uh, all, as you might expect um, basically all of the neighborhoods that you've been in none of them are named officially what you call them or what they've been called so you know there's not a big sign that says welcome to the nest <laughs> um, but uh, you indeed find yourselves there cool and uh yeah, uh, I will uh, 
Sparkle will actually like find a one of her probably favorite restaurants to get uh, good Kanku food, which she hasn't had in a long time, and take us there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find a place. It's got seating, and it's also got kind of a standing bar. Um, and it's kind of an outdoor place. There's just like it's basically a kitchen, and then um, so if you if you think of it as a square, uh, the kitchen takes up two corners or two sides of the square. Then two sides are basically a bar, and then there's like seating around it, and you know some awnings as well. I'll uh, get us a table. Okay. A uh, waiter comes by. He's a Kenku. Looks at you guys and says, uh, five for breakfast? Yep. Hmm. Uh, Well, the the millet is uh, just starting, but we'll have it going in a few minutes. Um, We also have a couple of different types of fish, if you'd prefer that. Uh, fish, fish for me, please. Me as well, and me too. Yep. Yeah, that'll work. All right. And he goes off. Um, comes back with uh, um, two fish, like raw fish. Uh, one of them, he's like holding. Uh, it by the t- tail and it's like almost as big as his torso um, <laughs> it is like it is bright pink and has a rounded face with like really big eyes and then uh, on his other hand he's got kind of a shish kebab with a fish that is maybe the size of his palm is that boy face and what's the shish kebab uh the shish kebab is baby fry, which uh, is which tends to be multiple different types of fish, and they're not actually babies. That's just what they're called. Sure. But it's basically it's far- fish fish that don't taste that good. They they're just like specifically fried mm-hmm. to you know just kind of taste like fried fish. Sure. <laughs> Sparkle looks very excited by this. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we just got, as you can see, a new shipment of Boyface all the way from the coast. And then, of course, as always, we serve Baby Fry. Uh, definitely the Boyface. Something of a disconcerting name, but I agree. It's because, look at its face, it looks so cute. It does, it does have like a little cute baby face. Hmm. He holds he holds it up for you guys to look at it. I mean, it still looks like a fish. It doesn't actually look like a human baby, you know. Like. <laughs> looks like Steven Universe on a fish's body. Yep. It's just uh, Creepy you know, it's just Brazil. got like a round face, and it kind of looks like it's smiling. <laughs> Hi, well, I'm the fish of the day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I sure would be happy if you ordered me. Can I sing you a song, Mr. Randus? I am oh. fish through non-sustainable means. Chop <laughs> off my head and eat all my guts and then you'll be real full. Hey! That is why they call me the fish of today. <laughs> Watch out for bones. <laughs> if you do, everybody got yes, wings so, when they can't do the Heimlich maneuver. So just just to be clear, none of that actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody but holds up a fish. Fan art podcast adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I edited all that out. Um, <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> Sparkle orders boy face for everyone with like sides of the 
uh, fried fish. Okay. okay. Fish with a side of fish. Yes. That's how Kenku do it. <laughs> all right. It is not very long uh, before you all have uh, essentially a um, folded, like basically a cardboard tray uh, full of greasy breaded fish. Fish and fish byproducts. Um, and then also a side plate. Basically, he just puts a big plate in the center that has about, you know, 20 pieces of assorted fried small fish. Uh, what to drink? Water? Water, yeah. Oh, what, what kind of juice do you have? Uh, well, we just uh, got some pomegranate, got some mango, and um, we also have, um, we got a lot of sour orange, so um, if you'd like to put some of that in, we'd be willing to do that as well. Uh, yeah, can I get some mango and sour orange? And you guys, usually I should try some of that too, or at least, or at least some of the pomegranate. Mm. Yeah, mango and orange sounds good. Certainly. All right. You guys get that. You guys get uh, some big cups. They're basically big wooden cups with some bright yellow, uh, thick, pulpy stuff in them. Does it pair well with fish? Yeah. Um... So yeah, you guys eat some breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Boyface, especially prepared this way, may be the greasiest fish any of you have ever had. Um, <laughs> and it is uh, therefore delicious. It is like just really fantastic. Um, it's flaky and each individual flake has uh, so much oil in it um, and uh, doesn't have much of a fishy aftertaste either. Um, unlike the side fish, which are essentially taste like jerky on the way in and then uh, like fish whenever you burp later. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Uh, Mango and orange is good. It's, you know, it's very sweet and it has that hint of uh, sourness to it. So it's actually, um, this may be the best meal you guys have had in a long time. (laughs) You know, unless you're really into, you know, moss soup. (laughs) Uh, When we're wrapping up, um, Spark will actually order a little bit of uh, boy face to go. All right. Basically, you get certain name. You get two uh, trays or two of those cardboard things uh, <laughs> on top of each other as a lid. Cool. All right. Uh, that was lovely. Um, now I should pay my friend a visit. Okay. Do you, uh, you need to go alone or? Eh, I mean, it would be a little weird for the rest of you to come um he's not an adventurer um he's a a co-worker of mine so i think it might spook him but maybe why don't we take a look at his apartment just to make sure that uh he's not being monitored that that's fine mm-hmm. we'll follow your lead okay Okay. Oh. Head towards Techiotles. Okay. Uh, you want to give me a streetwise check? Absolutely. That's a 41. Okay. Uh, well, uh, there is some coil presence in the neighborhood, um, but they're nowhere near. Um, and you can spot them well ahead of time and avoid them. Cool. Um, but definitely nothing seems to be... Um, even even in the same like block or close to that block that he's supposed to be in. Okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna uh 
uh, either, you know, go knock on his door. Okay. What do the rest of you do? Stand around, try not to attract attention. Yeah. <laughs> we'll totally fail at that. Stand casual. Okay. Is there a newsstand? Do they have those things here? Uh, they do not. No. Um, <laughs> but you guys did pass, like, or when you came here, you did see a market. It wasn't directly on the way, but you could basically see it down the street. You maybe go wander around there. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. Okay. You go, you, you go act natural down the block. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, uh, or a little sparkle knocks on the door and, uh, the above the door, you know, there's a window which opens and a, uh, a Kenku pops his head out. And says, uh, may I help you? Is it Tekiatl? Can I tell if it's Tekiatl? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Then she'll um, basically undo what she'd done in terms of disguising, like pull up her, you know, hood and ruffle her, like, feathers a little bit and um, wave, say, uh, I brought breakfast. Oh, Oh, okay. I'll be right down. And he closes the door or closes the window. You can, you know, hear him like tuk, 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 down the stairs and opens the door for you. She'll walk in. And he closes it behind you. He's like, hey, what, where have you been? What happened to you? <laughs> um, she'll uh, first put down the food and then like give him a hug. It's like, I'm really glad to see you. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really glad to see you too. I thought I thought maybe something had happened to you. Yeah, um, it, I I wound up on another continent. It was very complicated. Oh wow, that's I wouldn't want to do that. No, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for you or really anyone else. Um, but yeah, it it had to do with all the work we were doing before I disappeared. Um, how are, how are you doing? How is, how, like, are you still working? Uh, yeah, I am actually, uh, there have been a lot of shakeups. I believe so, it. So, um, I kind of got promoted in the, uh, just, you know, some people above me got left somewhere and now, uh, <laughs> I'm up there. I mean, I still don't have any real authority, but I just got a, a higher uh, level of clearance, which yeah. is frightening, frankly, to be able to see all the things that we're doing just at that level of clearance. I believe it. I, be I mean, congratulations. No, but thanks. Um, well, I guess, I mean... So, I mean, I'm still still doing what I'm doing, and if you are still willing to help at all, I was hoping you could maybe tell me what's going on. Uh, yeah. What do you want to know? Um, well, I mean, the presence in town seems immense. I was wondering if, how much you know about what they're up to and the, the, the project that got uh, all the resources poured into it. Yeah. Uh, basically, the top brass is entirely interested in that project. And they basically put it down that everybody has to step it up. So all of the extra security is largely each division uh, flaunting their uh, increased presence, uh, which... I, I guess might be good and bad. Well, it's mostly bad because there's a lot more troops on the ground, but it's also good, I guess, because when you realize that what they're trying to do is be showy, you know that they're not necessarily going to go places where people can't see them. Mm -hmm. um, although I heard that uh, there were some 
there was some troop movement in Rivergate, which is a place where they rarely ever go. Yeah, that was probably my fault. Oh, okay. Was that yesterday that you heard about that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess there was some sort of like strange conflagration. Some of our uh, techs are looking at that. They think they'd be able to trace the source of the fire if it ever popped up again. <laughs> That's great. Uh, trying to think. Okay, so far they would not have another data point. So I'll try to keep it that way. I, I met some interesting friends on the uh, uh, central continent. Oh, really? Are they yeah. like dragon-headed orcs? <laughs> um, well, one of them is a um, Eldrin wizard. Oh, I don't know what that is. I know, right? They're like elves, but I don't know, even more fancy. Wow. Um, and the other is like part elf. And has a little uh, fiend monkey thing that follows him around. They're like I said, they're they're weird folk. Yeah, not that sounds really strange. You really uh, need to start hanging out with normal people like us. Rock, and then he like takes a nut and just like cracks it with his beak. <laughs> uh, that's certainly what my dad says. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, have you heard anything from your dad? No, he's my next stop. I wanted to check in with don't, you first. Don't don't go see him. I mean, yeah. if if you do, uh, you need to be at least a block away. But I, he's he's doing fine. I'm keeping tabs on him. Oh, you are. Then yeah. have you had any contact with him? Uh, yeah, I have. I went to see him uh, just last week, and oh. he's doing fine. He he doesn't know that you are missing um, oh. because the right now the coil is watching him from a distance, so he hasn't had contact with any of them. He just thinks you're on some assignment out of town. Got it. Yeah, how, how did that shake up when I disappeared? Uh, well, it mostly just kind of got shuffled with everything else. Um, I, uh, basically when it looked like you weren't going to come back right away, I, um, falsified your papers to get you transferred to another division, which I knew was going to get dissolved. So <laughs> right now you still work for the company, but nobody knows where you are, um, or what you're doing. And they're probably not going to check anytime soon. Um, oh, wow. That's uh, better than I thought. But they know enough to be monitoring my dad. Uh, yeah, they they still suspect that you had something to do with it. Um, they're just kind of keeping an eye on everybody. Okay, then scratch the that plan. Look, could you... I'm going to do something incredibly stupid in the next few days. If If you don't hear from me again... Well, what do you mean? What are you going to do? And um, Can you tell my dad? I'm going into District 3. You're going to try to get into the Black Archive? Yes. Why? Because what this is all about is a guy, and he's being held captive there, and we need to get him out. Well, you're not going to be able to get in. I mean... <laughs> We got Probably. a password rune. Oh. Well, then you might be able to get in. But even then, it's going to be extremely difficult to move inside it. There's, from what I understand, there's checkpoints everywhere within the yeah. building. Plus security, uh, brand new, state-of-the-art, uh, magical counter spy measures. Plus, everybody's on high alert on account of that those uh, Capricorn guys being spotted in town. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, but it, if they um, if they get to keep him, really, the the whole kind of world is in jeopardy. Not to mention the continent. Um. 
I don't really know what the best solution is, but I can't really see another way besides trying. That's why I was hoping to get as much information as I could on how to move around, what the security measures are. Well, I guess I can try and get you what I can. That would be incredibly appreciated. And if, if there's anything, any leads you'd recommend I pursue, you know, anyone else that I can talk to or spy on or. I think you need to minimize your con- your contact with anybody in the company, but Fair. um, but I've got, I've got allies too. I could you know put some of them to work on that if you think I should just lay low. Uh, well, from what I under from what I've observed, you're pretty good at laying low and doing work, so I wouldn't necessarily uh say that you couldn't be involved, uh, especially now um, the company doesn't know exactly where you are, so they, doesn't, they don't know whether you're in town or not. Yeah, I'm um, trying to keep that that way. The platform... Um, now, Packet Platform, um, it's basically a fortress, but... Um, district District One is accessible. Um, if you're not working for the company, there is some construction being done in the um, residential area of it. So you might be able to get past the initial security if you pretended to be outside contractors, day laborers, something like that. Um, but after that, getting into District 3 would be up to you. I couldn't get you any farther than that. And then the building itself would be an issue. Sure. Well, I can get into the front door with the code. Uh, do you know what the sewer access situation is with District 3? It's not a good option, but it might be better then. I'm pretty, sure they, get- I'm pretty sure oh. they keep the sewers perpetually flooded. They essentially... <laughs> use a an injection system to get stuff out of the building um so um i would say unless you can breathe underwater or have a way to turn into one of those uh um to turn into one of those lizard monsters (laughs) you are going to have a difficult time getting in fair enough um do you think that with, uh, if I get in as construction crew through District 1, I could maybe wrap myself through District 4? Hmm. I mean, it's possible. I think you might just be able to get in straight into District 4 um, with, the right, uh, with the right paperwork, which can be forged. Um, also... Uh, a lot of that construction isn't being done by the coil itself. They're just hiring people to do it because they're trying to do it so fast. We just don't have the resources. Sure. Uh, not the human resources anyway. Mm-hmm. So I suppose the most legit way to do it would be to just get yourself hired by a construction company and go in. But uh, again, if you figure out a way to just forge it, you can do it. Um, I can give you a contact um, and then you can decide how to proceed from there. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, even getting to see what this, uh, the permitting looks like would be uh, invaluable if we do go the forging route. Uh, yeah, I might have some. And he looks through his bag and is like, well, here's a petition form. Um, so this is something you might want to use if you were to, say, pretend that you are a new company. Uh Although, almost certainly, they're going to be checking um, at Koya Uni. So, um, if you do that, just know that you're going to have a very limited amount of time before all the bureaucracy comes back and Three Palaces gets back to them and tells them that there isn't a company by that name. Sure. Um, I mean, the the rune has an expiration date, so we're on a limited amount of time anyways. Right. How did you get that? <laughs> It is a complicated story that involves gambling and theft. 
Right. So that's that's probably about as much as I want to know about that. Yeah, I figured. Um what else? Uh yeah, so you might be able to get in through district 4 that way either uh, attaching yourself to a building company or um essentially becoming a building company temper forging one. Uh mm-hmm. so that would be up to you. Uh that would probably be the best way to survey it. You can see uh, the archive from District 4. Perfect. Um, I can also try to look back on some of... Because part of the archive was also built by outside companies. Um, but the coil was careful. So I can give you some partial plans if I can track them down. That would be amazing. I mean, any any scraps of intelligence you have, you know, we're... This is really heavy, so that would be great. Okay, well, um, I think that's all I have for you. Okay. Now, why don't you check back with me tomorrow? All right. Um, I mean, I'm I'm actually working in uh, Salamander Plaza now, so... Fancy. Um, yeah, or Salamander Park, so I can... I mean, I'll, I can be nearby, but there's no reason for me to go into District 4, so no. I can't follow you there. That's fine. I'll, I think we'll probably try to get into District 4 today then to um, get what we can from the outside. And then in, um, if you have a place that you'd like to meet, I can uh, meet you there after your shift's over. Uh, why don't you tell me a place to meet you? Um I'm I mean I don't I don't know what places are good for secret <laughs> secret uh truant meetings. I've never done this before. No, that's that's totally fair. Um then yeah, um she'll give a name of like a, a restaurant or a bar that they can meet. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh you you be safe and I guess try to you know not die in things. I'll, I'll do my best. Thank, thank you for looking out for my dad. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, also, I guess tomorrow when we meet up, uh, if you want, if you have anything you want me to give him or anything, uh, I can do that too. I, yeah, thank you. Hmm? Well, uh, enjoy the breakfast. The, some really good boy face. All right. I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye. Cool, and I think that's a great place to end this week's uh, episode of Critical Hit. Uh, thank you again so much for downloading and sharing and listening. If you have questions, comments, whatever, uh, head over to Majorspoilers.com and use the comments section. We love reading your comments, and I mean that uh, really, not uh, in a sarcastic way. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Like you're there!